Hi, people. Look who's back in full in effect. It's Legends of the Internet, baby. <laughs> Here we go. It is our 19th episode, I believe, or 18th. I'm not totally sure. But hey, it's season five still. I know we took like a one month hiatus and we just got through My Immortal, which is like four and a half hours of fun. But now we're here to have some extra fun because we're actually talking about something that I thoroughly enjoyed watching as a kid. SpongeBob! You, this was a this was a, actually a highly requested episode. People wanted us to talk about SpongeBob. So joining me today is Atomic and Justin from uh, it's like the East Coast West Coast War going on here. Are you ready, kids? Aye aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye aye, Captain. Oh. <laughs> uh and by the way mayonnaise is not an instrument according uh, colin asked that in the chat but no and horseradish is not an instrument either <laughs> but here's what we got for you guys so we're going to be talking about the origin of how the show started oh by the way nintendo wallet um so we're going to do that we're going to talk about our experiences with the show since we all grew up watching it uh, we're gonna talk about the memes. Can't I mean you can't talk about SpongeBob on the internet without the freaking memes. And then lastly, we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna do a tribute to Steven Hillenburg, who passed away recently. And after we already announced this episode, it happened. So we were like, oh, this is gonna be a tough one to do at the very end. So that's what we got for you guys today. So hopefully you guys enjoy. And I'll be keeping in trouble with the chat. So if you guys want to give like your any experiences or favorite SpongeBob moments. By all means, or if you have like any favorite SpongeBob memes that you want to um, say in the chat, then by all means do that as well. We try to try to encourage that, and I'll try to keep up with everything in the chat as well. So, guys, the uh, so SpongeBob came out in 1999, so like at the very very end of the 90s. Um, some people don't even and people don't even consider it a uh, a 90s show, and I say. Bullshit. It came out in 99. So technically it's a 90 show. And technically the de and te technically the decade doesn't start until like the middle of the decade. So technically like the 2000s didn't really start until 2005. That's my that's that's how I've always looked at it. Um well, they I mean, do it in the fashion world too. He's still not old. I mean, I was going to say even the 90s felt like the 80s till about 95. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a long time. Uh so Basically, what happened was Steven Hillenburg was actually a very fascinated with the ocean when he was a kid. Uh, he loved he loved ocean creatures, but he just didn't like fish. That was like the ironic thing is he loved the ocean, but he hated fish. So eventually, I mean, he was also a very creative artist as well. So when he went to college, he was like, OK, well, since I love the ocean, I'll get into marine biology and then maybe I'll do a minor in art. So while he was working for the Ocean Institute in California, he started coming up with this idea for a comic book called The Intertidal Zone. And it was basically like an early draft of SpongeBob. It was basically just a bunch of ocean creatures living in tide pools. Um, eventually, he tried to get this comic to like a bunch of like publishers and they turned him down. And then afterwards, he decided that he was going to go back and get his master's in art. So he went back to college, got his master's in art, and then um, he attended an animation festival. And he actually realized, huh, I'm actually 
finding animation more my style than comics. So he changed course. And so he made a he made an animated film and he sent it to a couple of festivals and he happened to run into Joe Murray, the creator of Rocco's modern life. And and Joe Murray was actually very impressed with his film. He's like, Hey, look, listen, I'm working on this show called Rocco's modern life. It's on Nickelodeon. This guy, I mean, Nickelodeon, they're trying to go into this different direction with animation. They're trying to push the boundaries. They're trying to push the envelope. They're trying to make it more edgy, like more edgy kids animation. And we're doing it with Rocco. So how would you like to come on board and be like a director and a, um, a writer for the show? And Steve said, yeah, absolutely, I will. And so he was on there for about, I think, for the entirety of the show until it got canceled. Um, and it was, I mean, he got all of his creativity from Rocco. I mean, we can't talk about SpongeBob without talking about Rocco. Because Rocco, I mean, they're, they're very similar in, like, comedic style. And because a lot of the people that worked on Rocco would eventually move on to SpongeBob uh, after it got canceled. Um, and then while he was working on Rocco, uh, Martin Olson, who was one of the writers on Rocco, he actually looked at Intertitle Zone, the comic, and he said, you know, you should really turn this into, like, an animated series. And Steve was like, really? I never really saw this as anything other than, like, just, like, something on the shelf. I didn't really think I can turn this into a show, but Martin was said, no, you really should. I mean, you have, I mean, you have something here. I mean, you could turn this into something cool. Um, so after Rocco sort of went, um, by the wayside, he decided like, okay, I'm going to try to make something of this because, um, I'm without a job. Really. I don't really have anything that's going to be creative for me. So he decided to bring a bunch of the people that worked on Rocco on board. A lot of the young and hungry animators and writers and directors. It was, I mean, some of the older ones were like, nah, I think I'll be okay just sticking to the, sticking to something safe and I don't really want to get into it. But guys like Tom Kenny, who did the voice for Heifer on Rocco, he, he was like, Steven looked at Tom and he's like, I want you to play Bob the Sponge. That was like SpongeBob's original name, Bob the Sponge. Um, in the comic book, he was actually an announcer. So... Eventually, they decided, like, okay, I wanted to, I want to make a show where it's not like Ren and Stimpy, or it's not like Rock, or it's not like Cat Dog, where it's like a buddy comedy. I want to try to focus on like having just one main character and like have it focus all around him. So that's what's what SpongeBob ended up eventually turning into. And he brought Derek Dryman on board, who would be like one of their creative directors. He brought he brought many other different people on board and he's like, guys, I want SpongeBob to be like a Charlie Chaplin, Jerry Lewis, Pee Wee Herman style character. I want somebody that I want a character that's like very, that can, that can pull off the very early comedic styles of like some of the most famous comedians in the entire world. And that really showed in the show. I mean, anybody that like look at SpongeBob and think, yep, that's definitely that's definitely something there. And so and also the SpongeBob was personality was really focused on like Tom Kenny's voice style. So he was like he wanted to make sure that Tom Kenny was comfortable playing this character. He wanted to play him in his own skin. So he modeled some of his SpongeBob's personality off of Tom Kenny who like was a very big was very influenced by Mel Blanc from Looney Tunes that did all the voices and he was like, "Yeah, I wanted to do voices ever since I was a stand-up comic." 
And it was like, because I was doing stand-up comedy for a long time. And then actually the guy who played Rocco, Carlos Arazaki, was like, yeah, there's this guy named Tom Kenny. He's really funny. I think you should bring him on to play Heifer. And then that's how he got into voice acting. And then when he got the role for SpongeBob, he's like, I think that we're going to go somewhere with this. So Tom Kenny was right on board, right off the bat. How they eventually, oh, and also they also got Doug Lawrence who played Filbert on Rocco and he ended up uh, playing Plankton, uh, which is actually a funny story because um, Doug Lawrence was always a guy that was a writer and, and a director and a writer, but he never was a voice actor. He never had any like desire to be a voice actor. So one day they were just, they were having a hard time finding a, um, a voice actor, a voice for Filbert the Turtle and Rocco. So Doug was like, Doug had this idea of what Filbert sounded like. And when they were doing creative meetings and the guys were like, that sounds exactly like what Filbert would sound like. You should put like an, you should put like a tape in for an audition tape. So he anonymously put one in. And after Joe Murray, the creator of Rocco was like, that's the voice of Filbert. Who is it? It's Doug. Oh shit. So, um, so uh, Joe actually pitched to Nickelodeon and said, yeah, not only can this guy direct, right? He can also do voices. I want him to be Filbert. And they're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. So after doing Rocco, Steven Hillenberg's like, Doug, come here. I want you to do the voices for all of these main characters. Let me see what you can come up with. And most of the, and he didn't get any of the major roles, but he got Plankton because he's like, yeah, you do a really good Plankton. You're going to play Plankton now. And some of the, and once they got like the voice actors in place and they were trying to assemble all their crew, then it was time to actually pitch the show. So what Steve Hillenberg did was um, Steve put on this Hawaiian shirt. He had, he put like, um, he made it like an underwater terrarium and he had Hawaiian music playing in the background. And when he was pitching this to the executives from Nickelodeon, um, they had like all this stuff and they were playing the tiny Tim song that they played in the very first episode. And the pitch was so good that it only took them like a couple of minutes. They, they went out the room and they were like, Oh, they'll probably, they'll probably get back to us in like a few weeks or so. They came back, the executives and said after five minutes and they said, we want to do the show, do it, go. And that's how SpongeBob started. <laughs> they were just, yeah, they were just like, yeah, they were just like crazy, crazy into the show. And then of, by the time 99 rolled around, they aired their first promo commercial right after the Kids' Choice Awards. And they said, here, we're going to have this new show. And then, boom, it just took off like wildfire. Boom. All right, so I'm going to take a look at the chat for a second, see what uh, um, what people are saying, like what some of their favorite quotes are. So here we go. Um so let's see. Should we send Deanie to Weenie Hut Juniors? <laughs> uh, Super Weenie Hut Junior. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, unless you think you're tough enough to fight me. You can't fool me. I listen to public radio. <laughs> I went to college, says Colin. Um... Oh God! Death Grip says, "Our SpongeBob, you're spending all me money." One of my favorite episodes. She's like trying to take Mrs. Puff out. It's like I don't understand, Mr. Krabs. How can you spend one hundred thousand dollars in one night? Yeah. Oh man, Mr. Krabs. Sorry, the "I went to college" quote reminds me of one of my favorite quotes, where they're uh, trapped in the Krusty Krab, and Squidward goes, "There must be a way out of here." And Patrick goes, "A high school diploma." 
Wow. We have we have Darth and Saw in the sink. Mr. Krabs, I can't believe I'm saying this, but how could you trade SpongeBob's soul for 62 cents? Yeah. You think, think I could have gotten more? Oh, how can we forget this? Meatball, meatball, spaghetti Ooh, underneath. Ravioli, ravioli, great barrier reef. reef. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so that's what we got so far on that. Um, all right, so why don't we just get into no, our no, 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 uh, the most classic SpongeBob line ever. More, um, what don't you understand about more, more, <laughs> more, 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 more. Oh, god, so I mean, we might as well just get to the experiences at this point since we're already talking about it. Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, I was hooked on the show from day one. I don't know about you guys, but I was like, that was, I mean, SpongeBob was technically my religion. I could have recited the entire first season like that. I knew all the lines. Uh, it was, it was fucking nuts. I remember I used to videotape all the episodes when they came on in the afternoon. Like I would have my VCR set up. And then when I got back from school, like I would have like two or three, four VHS tapes of the entire first season. And then I was like, and I actually did it. So they were in chronological order. So I had, so I'm like, okay, I start with this one. And then I go down here. Um, oh yeah. Darth and Saw, this is saying the ocean man. Need I say more? The ocean man. <laughs> um, yeah. Until then the second season was great. And the third season was great. And then the movie came and then, it kind of, it kind Dropped of, felt, yeah, it kind of felt after that. By the way, that's one of the criticisms of the show because that after the movie they jumped the shark, and I was like, yeah, I mean that's when Stephen Hillebrand stopped uh, working on the show, so they kind of writers left too. Yeah, yeah, and then Hillenberg came back to be like a creative consultant before he passed away. So, and I think Paul Tippett took over the show like after Steve Hillenberg left and. Um, and I know Mysterious Mr. Enter said, I don't like tall Paul Tibbet. Look what he did to SpongeBob. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, who better to work on a show than the creator, in most cases at least? Mm -hmm. We're not talking um, about this or this. Or this. We're talking We're about, about this. this. <laughs> God. Uh, I also remember, like, the. I remember watching the premiere after the Kids' Choice Awards. Mm -hmm. And I remember as I was watching it, um, thinking, because I feel like in the, I guess the mid nineties, Nickelodeon was kind of taking a little bit of a different route, if that makes sense. It wasn't like the early nineties stuff. No, it, it, that you're right. You're absolutely right. Cause they try to focus when they got to like 99, 2000, they were really trying to push this whole teenage thing onto Nickelodeon. They were really going all teen Nick and snick and they were trying to make Rugrats all grown up. They were trying to make rocket power more teenager because yeah. Yeah, more extreme. Know, yeah. Well, they no, they really went back on the extreme and they try to push more of the teenage lifestyle as told mm -hmm. by ginger. Hey, Arnold. I mean, they were really trying to push those shows as like their top ones. And they were really, really leaving SpongeBob in the dust because they're like, yeah, it's popular, but I don't think it's going to last very long. And then sure enough, it's like running the entire network. It's like right literally, now. yeah, it's like yeah. I don't think any other show has lasted this freaking long. No. None. I mean, no. Like, Fairly Odd Parents had a close second, but even that got canceled like not that long ago. Yeah. And Rugrats well, is getting a resurgence. Yeah. I um, mean, and then some of the older Nicktoons have been getting like 
kind of rebooted with like movies like Hey Arnold and Invader Zim is getting one. Yeah, but SpongeBob SpongeBob's just been consistent the entire time. Yeah, they have not faltered. I mean, they had a hiatus for like a year or so before the movie came out because they were like, yeah, we're going to take a break from doing uh, the show so that we can focus on making the movie. I remember when that first came out because I remember we got, we got a Hey Arnold movie, got a Wild Thornberries movie. We got the Rugrats Thornberries crossover. I'm like, where's the SpongeBob movie, guys? Come on, your most popular show. And then a year before the movie came out, they made the announcement. I'm like, oh, my God, they're doing it. Yeah, and so, then they made a second one, and then they're gonna—they're making a third one. Yeah, the third one comes out uh, next year, actually. Yeah. So I remember watching it, and I remember, because like I remember when the original three Nicktoons premiered, and yeah. I was like, "This feels just like those old Nicktoons." Um, and now that, I mean, I actually knew this before the podcast, but after learning that Stephen worked on Rocco's Modern Life, I'm like, "Oh, it makes sense." that he would carry over some of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I know somebody in the chat saying like Rocco and SpongeBob are like radically different. Yeah. Rocco was more adult. I mean, God, some of the stuff that they got away with on that show is incredible. I mean, they had a band two episodes. So Steve was like, okay, we could go edgy, but we got to bring it back a little bit. I mean, we can't go full bore. I don't want to have any of my episodes get banned by Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't that band Rocco's episode. That band Rocco episode you're talking about, um, I remember watching that as a kid, and you know it just went totally over my head. Of yeah, course well, it did, and we we all thought they were just like being crazy cartoon characters, but of course as we grew older, like wow. Yeah. Speaking speaking of band episodes, like I remember seeing the episode where where Squidward ends up like loving the hell out of Krabby Patties, and then originally there was a scene where he was going to the Krusty Krab at night. He wanted to open the door, and he's like, it's too easy. So he just opens the door, and then gasoline falls off on top of him, and then there's, like, a match that comes out and then just explodes. Right, yes. Yeah, I, remember, like, I remember seeing that on television, and then I was co- came back to it years later when the episode was on, and then they didn't have that scene. And I'm like, I don't remember that. I remember there being more to this episode. And then years later, I'm like, oh, yeah, they took out the freaking explosion. Yeah, but they, they still took- left in where he was all burnt up and smoking. Yeah, that was that was one of my first that was one of my first uh, memories about SpongeBob was the freaking exploding Krusty Krab episode, or the no, not scene I should say not the episode. No, I didn't actually see the movie in theaters because I, mean, I was a junior in high school, so I was you know my I, angsty I teenage phase where I'm like I didn't want anyone to see me at the theater watching that. You fool! But, yeah, well I was, but you know everyone went through that dark teenage phase. Oh yeah, no, I I did. I, did. I, I, we, I took all my best friends with me, and we all watched it. And we were like, after the movie was over, we're like, you know what, guys, let's go get drunk on ice cream, dude. When I started college, I watched My Little Pony movies in the theater. Okay, that's nothing. That's well, nothing college is a little different. Well, um, I mean, I, I mean, either way, but but I ended up watching the movie recently, and I thought it was pretty good. And I know that was originally supposed to be like the series finale. And I can yeah. see where it really does feel like a series finale. Yeah, like I, I saw the movie twice in the theaters with uh, my family members and all that. And uh, there was a real sense of uh, finality to it, definitely. But uh, obviously not. And uh, it's kind of funny because the second movie like has nothing to do with the first one at all. But 
No, but yeah. the second know. one was hilarious. I'll have it's to like, admit, I found it very entertaining. And I was like, yeah. man, this is actually pretty good for a, a show that we haven't watched in like 15 years. Yeah, I mean, it, it helps that there's no real continuity between the episodes at all, too. So it's not like you're missing out on anything for not watching the show. And I mean, the only issue I had with the, with the Sponge Out of Water was the fact that they were advertising it as a CGI live action uh, hybrid film. But that stuff doesn't happen to like the last thirty minutes of the film. Yeah, uh, which was kind of weird. Which is like, where? Why are they going to go under the surface or whatever? I mean, I didn't really give a shit. I was loving the film so much, but that was my only real complaint about it. But I am kind of curious to see what they do with the third film, which is supposed to be like an origin story type of thing. But uh, I, I thought that I was the uh, the caveman episode. No, no, no. I mean, it's supposed to be an origin story in terms of. How did SpongeBob meet Patrick? Oh, okay. So we're going yeah. that far. Where they go to the where it's supposed to take place in a camp or something like that, which I'm not really sure how to feel about that because I kind of just like accepted the fact that they were friends. I didn't really need to see how they became friends in the first place. But I mean, as long as it's good, I hope. Yeah, um, I, I hope it is. But I actually God. watched the second movie like right after I saw the first one. I do still think the first one is a little better, but I still enjoyed the second one. I'd watch it again if I had the chance. The first one has a little bit more iconic. Is a bit more iconic. Well, I also think. I you think can really that, do it. to that movie's credit, because they really thought that was going to be the finale. They were just, you know, like most series when it's supposed to be the last one, they just go all out. Like, yeah, just yeah, all the chips. I mean, I mean, they they did a they did a they did a uh, cover version of "I Want to Rock" by Twisted Sister. Yeah. <laughs> they just turned it into "I'm Goofy Goober," which I guarantee you, most people don't didn't even know that was a cover of Twisted Sister, unless of course you were like a really big heavy metal fan. I mean, I knew what it was because I grew up listening to '80s hair bands because of my cousin. So I'm like, oh my god, they did that? That's awesome! And then, you know, but my friends were like, "What?" I I do like the Twisted Sister version, but yeah. I'm I listening to it right now. Goober one a, a little better. I mean, to each its own. I mean, I I love both versions. I mean, oh, but I'll. I, I mean, but nobody was expecting that, which was like a beautiful thing, in, like in its entirety, because it's like, whoa, <laughs> that's pretty funny. And then, um, and of course, David Hasselhoff. I mean, they plugged him into that movie like crazy. In fact, mm-hmm. I think he I think they even hosted like David Hasselhoff hosted a behind the scenes of like the like the 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 dummy David Hasselhoff they put in the water while he was like um like they showed all the like the real life behind the scenes footage that they did. Mm-hmm. Um which I gotta say it was actually pretty kind of cool to actually see. So I was like, um that was really uh fun to see. And it was great seeing like David Hasselhoff in that role. It's like and like his at like his like his chest like all of a sudden got robotic and he's like all hands on deck. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that I you know, it's like it's stuff like that. And of course they got um Ernest Borgnine, who was like um who passed away recently, but they got him to play Mermaid Man, and he was a very big actor back in like the uh... early golden era days. And you know, to have him play that evil evil that sucks. so now we got both of his voice actors are dead now yeah it's like uh... it... <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna be i'm gonna be reading some of your um comments once we get done talking about our experiences because everybody's coming up with some good ones yeah um <laughs> um but uh all right, did... all right were you on joe 
You on? I was gonna say like um, favorite favorite quotes. Frick, I don't have one. Oh, I don't are you have finished one. with? Are you finished with those errands? Mine would probably be something Squidward related. I don't <laughs> I wonder, know. I wonder if I would fall from this height. It'd be enough to kill. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Dude, sure. you're teaching art at the rec center. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I think this as adults, is... we found ourselves relating to Squidward more. Yeah. Not, I mean, not that's me. All, that's all case. I mean, I don't well, know. I could, I could see, I could see myself as Squidward. Yeah. Certain aspects. <laughs> My favorite episode is the Krusty Krab training video. Yeah. That one is just pure beauty right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, Patrick, may I please take your order? I'll have uh, <laughs> Don't remember. Remember Squidward. Poop. People order our, our patties. patties. Why don't you just order a Krabby patty? That's a great idea, Squidward. One Krabby Patty, please. Ah, Suffer here to go. go. Uh, but you you forgot one of the best lines from that little skit. Your ceiling's right, Squidward. You're not a very good employee. <laughs> the I wish I wasn't one here right now button. <laughs> Mr. Krabs, can I get a raise? No. Good job, Mr. Squarepants. <laughs> Can I make a crowd? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to be standing there or what? Because there's a standing fee. Although it's weird. I could have sworn there was a cut of the episode where they actually did list off the ingredients for the secret for the secret formula. No, they didn't. They I could have sworn. No, I no. They sworn. cut it. They cut it off as soon as he said the secret formula is done. And they just yeah. stopped it. Roll credits. Yeah. I, yeah. I know what you mean. But it's like I could have sworn there was one. But it's I don't know. I'm probably crazy. They never revealed it. Well, no, yeah. there was that. Well, there was that uh, episode where it's like Plankton's family, and he's got like all of his like southern like friends. A cup uh, of love. Yeah, it's like a cup of love, and then one fresh plankton. ground of plankton. plankton? I warned you. Yeah. Ah! Ah! <laughs> just that was good. Like... Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 what's the most important rule no free napkins no <laughs> what's so great about dumb old texas all right let me read some of the uh let me read some of the things that people are saying in the chat um you got it sent to m for mini when it should be sent to w for wumbo not the Wombo, you Wombo, I Wombo, he, she, we, Wombo. Wombology? The study of Wombo? It's first grade, SpongeBob. Yeah, I was like in kindergarten when that episode aired. So when I actually did make it to first grade, I was like, when are we going to use any of this? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, oh Bubble uh, Buddy. How can we forget Bubble Buddy? Bubble Bunny. No, it's like he made me provide excellent service. Oh my god! <laughs> you know something about that episode? Do you remember when uh, he buried that guy in the sand and that guy? Yeah, like, he, he made when me experience about... high tide. <laughs> when you think about it, that's that's kind of messed up that we find out Bubble Buddy was alive the whole time, so he just yeah. straight up murdered that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, don't I get a say in this? 
I gotta go, SpongeBob. Things are getting a little weird around yeah. here. <laughs> Otherwise, he couldn't tell such funny jokes. Da! I mean, it is weird because that guy was a fish. Yeah, and there's water. So, yeah, that was the know. other thing. That's the other thing they make fun of all the time. It's like a stinky mud puddle for you and me, but to the inhabitants of Bikini Bottom, a wonderful stinky mud puddle. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let hey, me see. SpongeBob, oh. how do we have a fire if it's underwater? Yeah, <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, Happy Leaf Erickson Day. <sighs> I forgot about Hinga Dinga Durgan. <laughs> Hey, Squidward, do you know what today is? A nice Squidward day? No, silly. That's on the 15th. <laughs> <laughs> My friend's in there. Congratulations. Oh, it's his God. first time on his own. Once again, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours is long enough. Oh, hey, Bubble Buddy, you're finished. <laughs> Oh, of course, and of course, Ghosty puts this one. Oh my gosh, a floating shopping list. I'm not a, I'm not a shopping list. I'm a ghost. Remember, Mr. Krabs, he was number one. <laughs> my friend John will always use that line whenever we're hanging out, whatever. We're trying to find somebody. He was number one. <laughs> And then from that same episode, I liked when Mr. Krabs like, you guys want to eat my brains and, and eat my organs. And they're like, no, that's we, disgusting. That's, we, just that's, that's, we just want the hat back. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is an idiot except for me. <laughs> am I really going to defile this grave for money? <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, SpongeBob. Why? Uh. This is this is Puff. I think I cheated. <laughs> my leg. Yeah, uh, my leg. Hey, buddy, did you just blow in from Stupid Town? <laughs> oh God, this one. I I love karate. I love karate. I love money. Yay! I hate <laughs> all of you. All of you. <laughs> uh, okay, new theory. Maybe we should play so oh. quietly, no one can hear us. <laughs> Oh, by the way, what did you guys think of SpongeBob getting snubbed at the Super Bowl? I hated that. Yeah, that was BS. What the fuck? Seriously, that was stupid. We asked them for one thing. Just play the freaking song. I don't even remember who was even the musical person during oh, the halftime was, show. Uh, Maroon 5. It was Maroon oh. 5. Oh, great. Wonderful. I totally give a shit. Which, by the way, people said was like one of the worst halftime performances ever yeah it's like, and that's you know not... you know what you could have done nfl just played a clip from a freaking cartoon that costs like nothing and then there I... you go that's it and it's a sweet victory yeah oh I... yeah somebody's also <sighs> mentioning the the mr crab spongebob song like i will trade it all the way yeah. <laughs> Like like all yeah. like SpongeBob's going to work for Plankton because Mr. Krabs lost the bet and he yeah. put up his contract. Like I raise you SpongeBob's contract. That was bad. Yeah. Or I mean that just him raising the contract is like, yeah, Mr. Krabs is just that much of a cheapskate. Yeah. <laughs> all I got was Cheapy the cheapskate. That's from one of the later episodes, but yeah. Spring Boob Squire Pants. Ah. 
It appears I got the name wrong. The real winner is SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, do you remember Bubble Bass? That order yes. that he makes? Okay, there's that's an actual way to order a, a, a burger. I'm going to look this up for you really quick. I forgot yeah. to put this in. But, okay, so... Um, so the way Bubble Bass says the order, I'm going to try to find the actual quote here. Yeah, oh, I, damn it. This is not it, but keep going. Uh, I, remember, look yeah, this. I remember, yeah, I remember that episode, the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy episode, the Hall Monitor episode, and like one other, ep- and well, obviously not. I remember those three episodes specifically, mostly because I had the, you guys remember the GBA video cartridges? Yep. yep. Yeah. I had one of those where I had. Four episodes, and I keep forgetting what the freaking fourth episode was. I think it was the the episode where it has a uh, old no name. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was it. I think that was it. I don't remember. I could go find the cartridge and look, but I don't want to do that right now. Okay, so here's the order Bubble Bass puts in. I'll take a double trippy boxy deluxe on a raft, four by four animal style, extra shingles with a shimmy and a squeeze, light axle grease, make it cry, burn it, and let it swim. We serve food here, sir. Yeah. So here's <laughs> yeah. what so here's what this entire order means. Double triple equals six patties. Bossy is all beef patties. Deluxe, we're just assuming he's gonna have like seaweed, sea lettuce, tomatoes, cheese, onions, ketchup, mustard, pretty much anything you would put on a burger. Uh raft, which is on toast. Animal style, which is slang for a double burger with all condiments, ex- extra special sauce yeah, and grilled onions. I know animal style at least, yeah. Uh, extra shingles, which is extra toasty buns. Shingles. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shimmy in a squeeze is butter toast with some mayo uh, or special sauce. Light axle grease is light butter. Make it cry means extra onions. Burn it means grilled and let it swim mean- is-, is an underwater version of say I want my order to go. Which he actually huh. sits down and eats it, so it doesn't even matter. Huh. So, question, should I do a Cooking Dojo episode on that? Making uh, it, it just if you do, it's going to be a freaking mess. You'd have to see what the actual picture of Bubble Bass's order looks like. It has nothing, it's not anything what it looks like on the cartoon. Hmm. But you should try so, it and make a video of it, and I will promote it because the ass. The closest okay, well, I've ever... You're going... It's going to happen. I would do the Krabby Patty, but binging with Babishardy did it, so I will do the Bubble Bass Burger. Do it. Okay. Do it. The closest I've ever, the closest to a burger like that I've ever seen is freaking that In-N-Out because they have the they have a four by four there as well. That's animal style as well, but that's mm-hmm. about it. Oh God. Uh, let me see some other quotes here. The secret formula. It and it just cuts the credits. Um. East? I thought you said weast. What kind of compass are you reading, lad? This one, sir. That's West, Patrick. You're fired again. <sighs> uh, you're. I'm ugly and I'm proud. I'm ugly and I'm proud. <laughs> I feel great. I feel empowered. My diet, Doctor Kelp. <laughs> I smash me or eat this without my drink. <laughs> There's a great JoJo meme about that where like Dio just goes to the guy and he just knocks on the door and he goes, So world though. And when he throws the pizza in the face, he goes, Rolla Rolla da God, Joe on the house. Yeah. 
Dio, uh, like JoJo and SpongeBob memes go so well together. There's one where it's the the it's the opposite day episode where they got the um the real estate agent. And she's like, "Who are you?" And they replace everybody with Dio's face, like all four of the Dio's. Dio. Yeah, and it's like, "Why I'm Dio? What kind of fool do you take me for? He's Dio. He's Dio. You're Dio. I'm Dio. Are there any other Dios I should know about? Any?" <laughs> I'm out of here. Please, ma'am, nice. what about my house? I would sell a house for you if you were the last deal in the world. <laughs> wow. Uh, is that what he calls it? <laughs> uh, somebody's, a somebody's asking about the SpongeBob video games. Okay. I'll tell you some of the first ones I played. Um, Operation Krabby Patty, which was like the very, like the second SpongeBob game they ever made. Um, employee of the month, which was like a um, point and click game. It was like a story where you just go around and you go talk to people and try to get items so you can advance in. God, I can tell you stories about that game. Yeah. Um, what was it? There's this game on the PlayStation. I can't remember what it was called, but um, was it? Uh, I think I know what it is because my because my, the first video game I ever played ever played was the Game Boy Advance version of the game, which I think you're talking about is Super Sponge. It was a 2D platformer. Yes, yes. It was a Super 2D Sponge. platformer. So yeah. yeah, I just barely learned that there was a PlayStation version of that game, which had voice acting, and then it had like the same soundtrack. But that and uh, Super Mario Advance were the two my two first ever video games. So that the that one specifically really goes freaking deep for me. So what was it uh, like in the Super Sponge game? Like SpongeBob is just trying to get something for Patrick for his birthday. And yeah. so he goes like, oh, I'll get an autograph from Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. And, yeah. of course, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are like, wow, we, uh, we need you to do some favors for us. So it's like, yeah. go, go, help, go help make us a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. And then and he then has to like, go through an entire freaking game just to get the freaking ingredients for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, he's like, well, we need new costumes. Okay, I'll go back in time and get some costumes. Yeah. Uh, we need our TV fixed. Oh, okay, I'll fix your TV. Yeah, it's like, yeah, two, yeah it's like, uh, what was it? Yeah, like to this day, I have still not beaten that game. Oh, I have. Don't it spoil took, it. It took forever, but finally I beat it. He's like, What is my birthday? Is everybody forgotten? Nobody loves me anymore. That's like oh. what happens in the game over uh, thing. Oh, damn. Yeah, uh, I, would need to, I would need to try the PlayStation version of it then because I've only ever played the Game Boy Advance one. Oh, God. Uh, I'm Dirty Dan. I'm Dirty Dan. S which one of you fellas is the real Dirty Dan? Uh, I am. <laughs> Stupid. Five, it's like, three, take it or leave it. <laughs> uh, fine, three, you get three wishes. Um, three wishes? I wish we knew that earlier. Okay, you got two wishes left. Me millionth dollar. Yeah. This is an ordinary dollar soaked, ripped up, and sprinkled with coral blue number 57. Actually, it's coral blue number. Yeah. Uh, once there was an ugly barnacle. He was so ugly that everyone died. The yeah. end. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, but I do believe you dropped your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that cracked me up so much and my friend jeff who never laughed he was cracking up a storm he's like this is my favorite spongebob episode of all time that's yeah those can be pretty good yeah 
Here lies Squidward's hopes and dreams. dreams. What a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, Mr. Krabs is crying. He's like, what a baby. Yeah. But Sandy, I saw it. It's big, scary, and pink. <laughs> so is Patrick's belly button. <laughs> yeah. It was an elastic bowler. You asked for a couple of ice cubes, but I only put one. You what? <laughs> Here's some soup. I made it special. Get a job. Yeah. I love. The I remember puppy. somebody took that meme, but they had it say "f you" instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. surprised that wasn't like a big time SpongeBob meme. Oh my god. Well, speaking of memes, let's get right into like the main popular ones. Okay. Uh, um. So I actually went on dig.com and they actually like posted some of the major ones, but they also had like an in-depth talk about what exactly is it that makes SpongeBob means so memorable. Um, let's see. As someone who, ge- so Matt, according to this guy, he says, as someone who generally stays away from any meme or shit posting groups, it certainly feels like SpongeBob stuff hits the mainstream more consistently than other cartoons and TV shows. Um, but on a surface level, it feels like the show's peak in popularity came at the right time for perpetually online folks in their 20s. Kids are about to graduate high school now. We're not even born when the show premiered. The timing has to explain some of this. Um, let's see. And then Joey, his friend, says, The last thing I was doing before obsessively trolling gaming forums and obsessively aiming my friends dumb links was obsessively watching spongebob maybe that's just the natural progression of the millennial memes step one watch an internalized spongebob step two immerse your oneself in the weird and absurd humor of the internet and then step three apply that deep-seated spongebob knowledge to said weird and absurd humor and that's how you get your memes right there so mm-hmm. Here are some of the most famous ones the the i think the original spongebob meme was the i'll have you know thing back in 2015 where it's just spongebob like i'll have you know and then it's like whatever people come up with Mm -hmm. um obviously there's the squidward doing the dab yeah from 2016 when that was popular uh there's the blurry mr krabs Mm -hmm. i didn't Uh, quite get that one but i saw it a lot uh, there's the handsome Squidward. Oh God, that sh- that 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 episode. Honestly, I think that even goes back to like 2009, 2010. No, that was 2016. It became popular. Okay, well, first time I saw that was like 2009. Uh, there's Patrick's wallet. I don't know how that got turned into a meme. I don't remember ever seeing those. Um, I saw those quite a bit. Uh, there's the Squidward sleeping meme. Yep. Which one of my favorites is they play uh they play like the JoJo like um the Pillarman theme is like I I and it's like Arab techno and then all of a sudden like that's like Squidward's alarm and he wakes up and he just goes like when he hears the theme song. <laughs> it's great. Um there's the small crowd big crowd meme where it's like the the pretty patties episode where it no shows yeah, where it's just like a small group of people and then it's like something and then it's like a big crowd. I never saw that one either. Uh, I, saw, I saw that one quite a bit. Uh, there's the breathing boy uh, meme. I never don't know. I remember that one. Breathing boy. Oh, you talking about where he goes like boy? Yeah. Okay, I know which one you're talking about. 
Uh, there's Caveman SpongeBob with the uh, I don't remember that one either. I do know the mocking SpongeBob one. That one got I think that's like the most popular SpongeBob meme out of all of them. Um, there's the Krusty Krab versus the Chum Bucket where you're like yeah. trying to compare something great to something bad. I love that one. That one was great. And then of yeah, course there's good. then there's Savage Patrick, which I think is like the second biggest one. Mm -hmm. Actually, what you were gonna say about the mocking SpongeBob one? I went back and and watched the episode where that came from because I'm like, I don't remember him mocking anyone there. Like, I think he just got nervous when Mr. Krab asked him a question. Yeah. So they really just took the meme and kind of gave it its own meaning. <laughs> but no, it was it was crazy the way that they like uh, come up with these things. And of course, there's SpongeBob like putting his hand up against the coral, and he's just like breathing really hard, like. <sighs> and that's then also that's from the sinister Patrick one. Yeah, it's like, and they happen like a few seconds in between each other too, which was great. Like, how did that even become a thing? And that then, was a really fun. Yeah, and there's some, uh, and there's some like great ones with like when they did the whole, um, oh, what was that? Uh, oh God, what was that? What was that thing? Oh shit! Um, the shooting stars meme. Like there were some great SpongeBob ones. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Oh uh, yeah, there's some great ones out there, I and mean, people keep making like SpongeBob memes constantly. So that shit's never gonna end. And people said, and someone brought up this point too, like a lot of these memes are coming from like the first three seasons of SpongeBob. You'll never see like a meme that comes out like anything past season three. Mm -hmm. So that just goes to show you the quality of like how the show was when everything was going to shit. I'm well, like, oh like damn! Said, this, like I said, this year the show will officially been on for twenty years. The the only thing that has it beat in terms of animation is The Simpsons. Yeah, I guess. You know, in oh. terms of how long it's been on the air. All right, let's take a look at some of the uh, quotes that people are putting in the chat right here. Um, okay. He's just standing there menacingly. Get out of there, SpongeBob. Wait, I'm I'm sorry. I do have to interject. There was a meme related to that that was so funny when uh, it said when uh, a guy says an anime girl's hot and it shows those two police officers with the maniac poster and it says, calm yeah. down, son. It's just a drawing. Drawing, not the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this man? That could have been a meme right there. <laughs> they mm. haven't done that yet. Maybe we should make a meme. Somebody somebody in the chat, make a meme where it's the two cops and they're showing the poster and just replace the picture of the maniac thing with something different. And it's like, have you seen this man? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Wee woo. Wee woo. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, what could possibly be in that secret box? Maybe it's the world's first albino jellyfish. Or maybe Patrick's a master jewel thief and it's full of diamonds. Or maybe Patrick's a corpse maniac who puts his victim's heads in a box. Or even worse, maybe it's an embarrassing snapshot of me from the Christmas party. Ah! Oh, God, I remember this. The maniacs in the mailbox. <laughs> oh, geez. Imagination. <laughs> How can we I forget saw that? With that? But it was SpongeBob and it says nobody cares. <laughs> See, that's another meme right there. Oh. Oh boy, 3 a.m. I actually um, made that into a meme because that's when I would get my checks is at 3 a.m. 
So I said oh. me every Thursday. No, it's, that, that would be me every day of the past five years. I would have to get up at 3 a.m. just to get to work. Um, Look, he's been hiding the pickles under his tongue the whole time. And there's the pickles of last time, too. And there's my car keys. And there's my ride. <laughs> uh, I will make that into an episode, making that burger. <laughs> the crust, well, you should also make crusty crab pizza while you're at it. Yes, I should do that. Great idea. Yeah, Those so you'll have to find the recipe for that. Food. Yeah, find the recipe for that, and there you go. Um, all right, now put your hand on the lid. No, the lid. 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 <laughs> when I was still working in restaurants, I actually had a guy that played along with that. I said, oh, can you God. Hand me the lid? And we just kept going. <laughs> oh, God, that's great. When somebody knows the reference you're getting, that's great. <laughs> oh, uh, hi, Kevin. I'm your biggest fan. Oh, man. Um, actually, people are saying the Krabby Patties are made of crabs because there's that one episode where the panty rate episode where Mr. Krabs is like eating a Krabby Patty. And he's like, oh, so that's what I taste like. I think he was referring to the reference that the Krabby Patty was like old like him. Uh, I don't think it had anything to do with the meaning crabs. Now, Robot Chicken made a joke about that. Yeah. Did you see that one? No, I heard of it, though. Okay. Yeah, where he was like, um, Krabby Patties are made with crab. Yeah. See, here's the night janitor. There's his tattoo. <laughs> oh, God. Serving it up Gary's way. Blah! Gary, where are you? Don't they know I'm busy spoiling myself? Somebody took that scene, but they had it as though squid. Did you ever play Paper Mario? Yes. Oh, okay. Somebody somebody had it where he was fighting Paper Mario, and as soon as Mario beat uh, Squidward... Yeah, them spin around like when the enemies get defeated. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm a dirty boy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, let's see. We should. Oh god, here's another meme. We should take Bikini Bottom and push it somewhere else. Yeah, that was a meme too. That yeah. was like 2010, I think. Yeah, that was. Oh, what a, yeah, a lot of Miami Dolphins fans would use that. Like, uh, it's like, let's take a guy that can't throw and put him on the Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> um, SpongeBob is the only guy I know that can have fun with a jellyfish for 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, you guys are still talking about memes? Uh, we're quotes and up? memes at the same time. Okay, that's fine. Uh. Let's see. My name's not Rick. I had a circle of friends, and there was a guy in there named Richard, and these two people in the group kept calling him Rick. (laughs) I had to say it. I was like, his name's not Rick. (laughs) Oh, God. Yellow, pink, you do care. (laughs) Oh, God. How many points do I need to pass, Mrs. Puff? Six. Hundred. What? Six hundred. You need six hundred to pass. You got six. 
Which is weird because there are episodes where SpongeBob is driving a truck, <laughs> but he can't drive a boat. Yeah, I know he can't. That's always the joke. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Mrs. Puff says, "Don't ask questions you aren't prepared to handle the answer to." Oh, speaking of memes, uh, remember all the salty spittoon memes? Um. Is that the one where he's asking? I and then he ends up with, "I only cried for twenty minutes." Is that the one, or is it the "How There's tough are you"? How tough did, are I, you? I had to do it. I turned my son into one. My wife and I noticed my my son had some really big biceps, so I put above him, "Welcome to the salty spittoon." How tough are you? Oh, okay. It's just my two month old son just flexing his arm. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, uh, let me look at some of the other ones in here. Um, I feel like a total barnacle head. Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Uh... The panty rain. <laughs> <laughs> have you... Oh, God. Death grip. Somebody, somebody in the chat saying, have you seen this man? And it's Chris Chan's face. And then I, and I just start screaming. Ah, it's the maniac. Take him away. <laughs> yeah. Take him away. God. Uh, I can almost taste it. Whoa, this popsicle sure makes me hungry. Um, Whoa. It was <laughs> It's a Krabby Patty with blue jelly. <gasps> blue jelly! <laughs> uh, Hello, I was wondering if you could play that song again. Which one, man? The one that goes scooter up, pop, 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 pop. Oh my God! Skitty beep, pop, pop, and a boom, 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 boom. That was perfect. Is that the one where he thought Mr. Krabs was a robot? Yes, and and that meme, it's just SpongeBob just looking yeah. at Mr. Krabs like. <laughs> well, you have, you can't just take two memes and then sound like, oh, we have one new meme. <laughs> Who? Let's see what we got so far. The <laughs> oh my god! One of the YouTubers I, I follow because he's—I guess because I guess it was a reference to how he's taken a while to upload new video. He just tweeted the, <laughs> and then people no. are like, <laughs> like I can relate. I can relate. I can relate. No, it's Squid like yeah. Squidward. The robots have taken over the Navy, not the Navy. <laughs> no, it was like it was like, uh, hello, who is it? It's Patrick. Patrick, I don't ever want to see your face ever again. <laughs> SpongeBob doesn't like me anymore. Oh God, one of my, my one of my favorites is who do they think they are? I gave my best years of my life to this place, and they could just throw me out like that, like trash. I don't think so. SpongeBob, are you okay? I've been waiting for you, Patrick. <laughs> SpongeBob, you're scaring me. <laughs> and then he just puts Patrick right in front of like a sand television and then dresses up like him to go back to work. It's like, hee hee hee. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. This uh. is work. Yeah, this is work. <laughs> yeah, it's not as easy as it looks. Sometimes I got to move the antenna. By the way, you forgot your briefcase. This is what I get for doing overtime, huh? Saw a meme someone did. Overtime! 
somebody did that uh, too. And it's like when somebody complains about what I put on my Facebook fan page. So this is the thanks I get for working overtime. <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah. It's like, Oh, P SpongeBob. I didn't know you were a lifeguard. What? The nose? White stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. There. Yeah. There. Yeah. There's a couple of adult jokes in SpongeBob. One of my favorites is SpongeBob doesn't have hair or does he? Okay. I never took that as that joke, but all right. Yeah, no, <laughs> no people did. I know. Yeah. No, I think there's like actually one that's kind of recent that was done. I don't know if you know. I mean, I never watched this, but it's like um, SpongeBob's doing a puppet show at the Krusty Krab. I don't know if you've seen this meme, but like he does the voice of the puppet. And then he, he the puppet is talking like throwing trash at SpongeBob, basically like freaking roasting him and all that. He's all like. And this guy's probably was born on a highway because that's where most accidents happen. <laughs> that's that's what, that was a recent episode, not that long ago. But <laughs> Patrick, your genius is showing where. <laughs> oh, there's this one. What's the matter, Squidward? <gasps> oh, so this is what I find, huh? My best friend and my ex best friend in rubber bath toys. <laughs> God, the stuff that they got away with in that show. It's like, oh, my God, that is such a sexual joke right there. God. <laughs> Future! Oh, they, God. You know, they don't remember that many adult jokes in there. Oh, no, there were some. There was some. There's definitely the one where SpongeBob's, like, nose pokes out of the ground. He's like, I'm down here, sir. What are you doing down there, lad? Squidward says I can help by burying myself. But the fact that his nose sticks up and his like his nose is so elongated, yeah. Well, that was, okay, well there was the one I remember where he put the underwear on his head and his nose was sticking out. Yeah. Oh my god. I think that um, was on the episode. Uh, Something like that. Oh yeah. yeah, there's the one where SpongeBob's looking at the TV and Gary comes in. He's like, "Meow, Gary! I was just looking at the Sports Channel, Gary." <laughs> you know what's funny is. As a kid, I actually use it as an excuse. Oh, look, Gary, the blooms. Don't no, drop them. And I love how wide-eyed Gary's eyes looked in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, I had something. Oh, my God, what was it? Oh, oh I forgot. I totally forgot. Oh, yeah. Let's have another. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. That was like, um, forget what was it? I don't know if the, God damn it. Or is it, it like, is it, I like Squidward. Oh God. Oh God. One of my, the, the people that walked by SpongeBob and Patrick with junior and they just went sponge plus starfish equals clam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, I was a, yeah. if I was a mom, this would be quite a shocking. Just yeah. call me daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Look, oh God, the balloons. Also... Don't yeah. drop them. Oh, there's also the one where SpongeBob makes like a condom Squidward. Like, like oh he uses God. condom balloons to make a Squidward. Yeah. Oh, there's <laughs> used. There was a used napkin. Yeah. Squidward smells good. Good. Who who was flickering the lights? No, no Spurrot too. too. 
and the walls will ooze green slime. Oh, yeah, they always do, always do that. <laughs> I didn't know the buses ran this late. They don't. God. I God. can't understand your, your accent. accent. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so there's one thing we have to get out of the way, and I know people are not going to want to talk about this one, but the SpongeBob musical. I still have not seen shit about that. I mean, I thought there was a couple SpongeBob musical episodes. No, no, no. I'm talking no, the about actual the actual stage. Broadway musical. Oh, I never seen. I never. I never seen. I know nothing about it. Okay. I actually, I've actually heard the soundtrack, and they only have the best they ever song and the theme song from the show. That's the only original songs they had in there. They don't have the fun song. None of the other songs that they sang, like the one where SpongeBob wants to fly. They don't do any of that. Um, yeah. So they only, they had some original songs and then they had like the best day ever and the theme song to end the entire show. But I want to read you the synopsis because I think you'll find this kind of funny or bad, depending on how you look at it. Uh -huh. So here's act one. So SpongeBob awakens and welcomes the day with his pet snail, Gary. That's actually like called Bikini Bottom Day is the song. Uh, he greets various friends in his hometown, including Patrick, Squidward, Sandy, and then he goes to the Krusty Krab. His Mr. Krabs is telling Pearl that she's going to manage the restaurant one day. Hmm. Um, Pearl doesn't, not interested, so SpongeBob wants to be the manager, and SpongeBob and Mr. Krabs is like, SpongeBob, you can't be the manager because you're just a simple sponge. Hmm, this is starting to sound familiar. And then breaking news hits. There's going to be a, uh, there's a Mount Humongous. There's a volcano that's about to erupt. So SpongeBob tries to cheer Patrick up by saying they're going to be best friends forever. And since the town's going to be in a panic over this volcanic eruption, Plankton and Karen try to convince everybody that in this, to enter an escape pod that ensures everybody's safety. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's a secret scheme that Planton is playing because they're going to hypnotize all the citizens into the pod into liking the chum that they serve at the chum bucket. That's like four episodes that they just mixed together because that volcano scenario is one of the episodes in the show. It's one of the later ones, but it keeps going. The townspeople yeah. like this idea. They decide to hold a last minute music concert to raise money. Um, Squidward's idea of this one-man show is immediately shut down. So Pearl suggests that they introduce a famous rock band called the Electric Skates to play at the concert. And then Squidward's named the manager. SpongeBob decides he doesn't like the idea of leaving town, and he believes that everybody should save Bikini Bottom. So he thinks back on what Mr. Krabs said earlier and wonders if he can actually save the town because he's a simple sponge. So he goes to Patrick and Sandy for help. Um, and then Mr. Krabs sees the upcoming disaster as a money-making opportunity and holds an apocalypse sale. Uh, Pearl worries about her father's greed, believing that it overshadows his care for her. Um, meanwhile, SpongeBob convinces Patrick and Sandy to team up, climb the volcano, and stop it from erupting with an invention that Sandy's going to make. Um, they're determined to succeed in it, and before they can start the plan, a, a group of sardines appear. Meep. Meat, 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 meat. Yeah. Oh, of course, instead of anchovies, it's sardines. Um, so they they found wisdom in Patrick's thoughts at the town meeting, and they decide to make him their new leader. So Patrick likes the idea and decides to back out of SpongeBob's plan so he could bask in the self-glory of being a god. 
Um, the two fight and they're not best friends anymore. Um, this after <laughs> SpongeBob, uh, it, Sandy convinces SpongeBob everything's going to be okay, and then they everybody reveals what their thoughts are about this disaster, and then Act Two happens. Um, act Two, yeah, that was just the first act. Guys. Yes, that, that was like six or seven acts. <laughs> well, remember this is Broadway. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Act two. So Patchy, who's the like the narrator of the entire musical, he's telling mm -hmm. the audience that pirates are persecuted by others because of stereotypes, um, which is supported by a group of pirates he discovered during the show's first act. And he wanders into a dive bar in nearby Hell's Kitchen. Um, Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, like where Daredevil and like Luke Cage and this is everybody. in New York. He goes to New York, or this yes, because you know it gets in Broadway, so it takes place in New York. Oh, City. okay. Because I'm like, he lives in California, I think. I don't. know. What's he doing in New York? Yeah, that kind of threw me off. In yeah. the Chicago version, it was Second City, I believe. Mm. Um, so the theater security again intervenes to chase Patchy away. Um. SpongeBob wakes up and greets a new day, the day when the volcano is expected to erupt. Um, Bikini Bottom is in total chaos. The mayor has employed a dictatorship over the people, and an angry mob has started to hunt down Sandy, thinking science is the cause for the volcano's eruption. Oh, my God. So Sandy hides from the mob and shows SpongeBob her invention, the eruptor interrupter. <laughs> So they're going to throw it inside the volcano and save the town. So back at Bikini Bottom, Plankton worries that Sandy and SpongeBob are going to actually climb up the mountain and save the whole town. But Karen tells him that she found his avalanche maker. She says that they okay. can use it to create an avalanche that SpongeBob and Sandy won't survive. <laughs> so the electric skates, the band actually show up. Squidward says, asks if he can actually perform with them as an opening act. And the band says yes, but on one condition. Squidward has to buy every item on a long shopping list. Hmm. Um, meanwhile, SpongeBob and Sandy are making their way up the volcano. Um, Sandy tries to lift up everybody's spirits by reminding them of what they have learned in karate class about never giving up. Um, SpongeBob can't help but think about how he misses Patrick and wishes he was there to help him. And then Patrick finds life as a guru unexciting, and he misses SpongeBob as well. So he decides to leave his godlike followers behind to help spongebob hmm. um squidward gets every item on the list except for one so the band refuses to let him perform calling him a loser uh their use of the word causes squidward because squidward was constantly called a loser in his childhood to snap back at the anger to snap back at the band and the band quits so squidward insists that he's not a loser and he performs a song with a tap dance number and backup chorus Hmm. And in his own mind, this is not taking place in real life. Wow. Um, back on the mountain, Plankton and Karen use the avalanche maker to make the avalanche. SpongeBob starts to fall. And then Patrick being the deus ex machina saves him. Uh, they, they become friends again and they go back to find Sandy on the summit of the mountain. When they reach the top, Sandy, not Patrick, are able to reach the rim where they need to throw the device in. They turn to SpongeBob, who's like, I'm, but I'm just a simple sponge. They remind him that he's the only one who can actually squeeze through tight areas and that his optimism has gotten him this far. So with this newfound determination, SpongeBob throws the eruptor interrupter in. And they will, is like, did it work? 
And since the band's now gone, there's not going to be no concert or escape pod, which causes chaos. SpongeBob tries to calm everybody down by singing the best day ever song. And then they all die. And then when it times for the volcano to erupt, everyone braces to die. And then the time passes without any eruption. So the eruptor eruptor worked. And so the Bikini Bottom safe, everyone decides they should celebrate by having a new concert with Pearl and Squidward being the leads. Patchy then comes back on stage, having descended from a rope um, and making the cast reluctantly agree to let him be a part of the finale as the entire townspeople welcome a brand new day. And then during the curtain call, the cast performs the theme song. And then there's a thing. No, no, that's it. That's the entire play. <sighs> Wow, that actually does sound worse. Wow, and I thought that the um, episodes that came out after Hillenburg left were bad. Jeez. Death Grip is saying this musical sounds like a bad fan fiction. It does. It actually it does. does. Colin's saying this is almost kind of ridiculous as The Room. Nah, I, I, I could even give The Room more credit than this. <laughs> At least I don't think The Room had that many subplots to it. No, <laughs> it just repeated the same one over and over again. So. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, God. I don't know. Uh, we talk it all about uh, the episodes before and after Hillenburg, or before Hillenburg came back, or whatever. Well, I never saw anything after the movie, so I can't really yeah, talk about that. That was kind I of caught, a... I caught a couple after the movie, but I um, did. So I can see what people are talking about with some of the bad episodes. Four. I mean, the fourth season was pretty all right, and then. Like the ones where he came back were pr- pretty good, but yeah, I've. I mean, the I can't really quote anything specifically, but yeah, you're right. There's nothing really to talk about there. I um, aside from the, one, the yeah. one episode I really remember that has actually gotten kind of infamous is the Splinter. The Splinter. Oh, yeah. yes. There's a lot of gross out humor for some reason. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I heard season six was, like, the worst season out of all of them. I heard, like, that or seven was. Six or seven was the worst one. Yeah. But, I mean, some of those episodes did have their moments. Like, I mean, the best day ever was an episode that came out after Hillenburg I left. The, and... I think the problem with that one is I think they advertised it, like, to be something a lot more than it actually was. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little too simple. Like a ratings trap have. is what they call it. Yeah, ratings trap. I kind of like the one where they went to uh, uh, Camelot. Camelot? Oh, Camelot, yeah. They I go never back saw and... that one. I kind of like that one a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's... Gosh, I'm trying to remember what some of the best the moments from that. that was pretty infamous uh, was a pal for Gary. Did you ever see that one? Oh, that freaking episode sucked. That was awful. Yeah, SpongeBob was a total idiot in that episode. Yeah. Where basically uh, Gary's like Gary's like the most intelligent one in the entire episode, and then he gets like this leech or this freaking what do you what do you call it? What a leech is? Parasite, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. that like literally starts doing harm to SpongeBob, but yet he still makes Gary the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like punishing Gary, even though this thing is about to freaking eat him. Which doesn't make any freaking sense to me, but that's probably like the worst episode, if not one of the worst. Definitely, I think so. I, I only know everything from through the first three seasons, and that's it. I really well, I, don't have I, anything to say about anything afterwards. 
I do remember the first three the most because I remember like after season four, mm-hmm. like I started working. So pretty much all my weekdays were dedicated to school and then all my weekends were working. Yeah. But I mean, some of the episodes I, I went back and watched and then Pal for Gary, I actually watched after Mr. Enter reviewed it. And I was like, oh, let me check this out. Mm hmm. Yeah, we've had we've had our run ins with Mr. Enter once or twice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere. But um, so I think it's time to for me in the show. Um, Steven Hillenberg, unfortunately, died from ALS back around the time when we announced that we were going to talk about SpongeBob for Legends. This was around um, December, wasn't it? Well, let's see. The actual date that he died was um, November 26th. So I think it was around, like, yeah, around Thanksgiving last year. Yeah, that kind of caught me off guard. I didn't even know he had ALS. Yeah. Well, he announced in March of 2017 that he had been diagnosed with it. Um, He he said, I'm going to work on SpongeBob for as long as I can. But um, I don't think he was, I don't think they said he was going to die that fast, but. No, that's um, still really uh, that's still really young and really fast. Yeah, they actually threw his uh, remains in the Pacific Ocean, so Aww. he's actually now in one with the ocean, which is like his first love. Aww. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Though. Well, but you know, I have to thank him for making a, such an incredible show and for making for coming up with like something that nobody thought was ever going to be the- a success. Nobody, I mean, Nickelodeon thought it was, but critics, like even before, like during when it came out, critics were like, no, this is not, this is not Rugrats. This is not Rocket Power. This is not Kablam. This isn't even Keenan and Kel. So, yeah, just, I don't know, him and, him and Stanley, him and Stanley dying are like around the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that because you know the the picture where um Mickey's like comforting Kermit the Frog? Yeah. Okay, someone did that, but it's Spider-Man comforting SpongeBob. Oh yeah. Makes sense. <sighs> Makes sense. Yeah, damn. The feels. Mm-hmm. All... Yeah, I remember I... uh I just remember um he was so excited to do the movie. Because he was like, yes, this is going to be our swan song. This is going to be it. I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory. And then, of course. He kind of did. He kind of did. I mean, but no, he wanted the entire show to. Like, yeah. I was like, I mean, that's like, this is the end of all ends. We're not going to do anything more after this. People are going to remember this show for years to come. I mean, yeah. we still do, but it's not the same. Yeah, I mean, that. I mean, if they had done that, that it probably would have been like the best cartoon ever. Yeah. yeah. If not like top three. Definitely. Like if that's the movie, that's it. We're done. And they, I don't know. They might, they might, they might cancel the show eventually, but there's no way you're going to be able to reboot that. No, they don't need to. No way you're going to be able to reboot it. I was going to ask you guys, like now that Hillenberg is no longer with us, like, I wonder how long the show will last. I mean, I mean, the show lasted a long time without him. I mean, he only came back for like, what, a few years. Yeah, After, I mean, like yeah, but the, I mean, the show, the show still improved once he came back on. I mean, it wasn't to the season one through three levels of good, but I mean, there's still, I'm pretty sure they did. He did work on the movie. I, I don't know how. Yes, he did. How far into production the movie was, you know, with him and all that stuff. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I it, whenever they decide to cancel the show, they should just never do anything with it ever again. Yeah. Don't reboot it. Don't do anything. Just freaking leave it be. I don't no, know. I don't think it should ever get rebooted. No, never. I mean, you like we said earlier with Tom County or whatever. Because like, whenever you reboot something, you often at times have to change the cast around to make it different. It's like since SpongeBob has so much of Tom Kenny in him, it's like you're not going to be able to get anybody aside from Tom Kenny. No, him and all that because they modeled SpongeBob after Tom. Yeah, Kenny. exactly. That's what. I, yeah, I mean, that's what, exactly what I was saying. Though it's just like that's it's impossible. I mean, it's so like of this time period that you can't do anything with it outside of it. And that's what kind of makes it perfect. Honestly. But the only way I could see it being remade is if it's way long after all of us are not here anymore. Yeah. But I mean, at that point, then why even bother? I just, I don't know. Just, it's actually kind of sad. Cause I think, uh, Hillenberg actually used to live in Pasadena around my area. So, yeah. And I didn't learn that until after he moved. I'm like, gosh, shit. I I used to live near Steven Hillenburg. It sucks. Yeah. Did you, I I never got to, I wonder if there's like, you were close to ever patchy the pirate's house. I don't, uh, I forget where the, what city that's in. Um, I think Encino. Encino. Yeah. I think that was it. I don't know. It's around LA because I think Ego Raptor actually tweeted one time that he watched a house burn with like, Tom Kenny, like, like there was like a house burning, and they just happened to be in the same area, so they went to see what was going on. Yeah, yeah. We got Darth and Somnus in the chat saying, uh, "What will you guys remember the most about SpongeBob?" Uh, seasons one through three, pretty much. Yeah, I mean uh, the meme, the memes. I mean memes will go on for freaking ever. Yeah, they will. Well, I mean for me, I mean. That helped me. I mean, Sp- watching SpongeBob religiously helped me with like being comfortable with voice acting. I mean, you've seen me on this show. I've done many multiple voices, and I've and I've gone like full bore with it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hold back. I don't be like, well, I'm going to do this voice and this. I'm gonna check the no, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna do it. I, I go full on board with it. Go crazy. But, go stupid. Yeah, exactly. And so that's 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 everything that I gotten from SpongeBob. It's like, holy mackerel! Is it hot up here or what? <laughs> oh man! But you know, it's stuff like that where I'm just like, I felt like I felt comfortable voice acting just from watching that show because I'm like, well, if these adults can act crazy, why can't I act crazy when I'm doing these things? I mean, I make, I mean, it makes people laugh. It's what made people want to watch this, watch this show in the first place. So I get a lot of my inspiration from watching voice acting from SpongeBob and even Rocco, because even Rocco was like, was a big part of making SpongeBob a success without Rocco. There would be no SpongeBob. So I, um, I think for me, like, since I still do write, even though I don't write comedy stories, like, when I do put a joke in there, I will say that some of the stuff in SpongeBob has kind of given me ideas for jokes, like how to present them. Yeah. That's just, that's just it's kind of like, it's kind of like maybe comparable to Ghostbusters, where it's like, you don't really see this working out, but it just does yeah. for some reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The cast is just too perfect, and then like the setup is too perfect, the timing is too perfect, and all that stuff. It's just it's its own little sense of humor that you have to yeah. appreciate. Uh the Ghosty actually brings up there's a video out there of Tom Kenny cursing as SpongeBob. Oh, I think I've seen that. Actually, did you like speaking of like the most infamous parts of SpongeBob, did you know that you know how Ren Stippy got a, an adult cartoon for Spike? Uh I knew it was on Spike. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't remember how it got on. Basically, okay. Well, basically, they they approached John K to make an adult version of Ren and Stimpy. Basically, where it's like more a lot more crude, but the show ended up sucking because of it. Ironically enough, so yeah. Um, they basically they actually approached Hillenburg to make a SpongeBob version of that, and uh, thank God he said no to it. No, and, and SpongeBob and Patrick would have just straight up been a gay couple in it. Yeah, Probably. because. Oh, yeah, because they used to say all the time, Spongebob's gay, Spongebob's gay. But you got to remember, sponges are asexual. I so. love, I like Squidward. <laughs> Squidward smells good. Yeah, yeah. I think even oh. Hillenburg said that because there was some lady that I think this was like early 2000s where I think she tried to like sue them or something. She made a big deal saying, oh, Spongebob's gay. Yeah. And Hillenburg was yeah, like, no. yeah, no, he's asexual. He's a sponge. Yeah. He's asexual. Can you reproduce by budding? Can you? Can you? Can you? Wow, that was actually really good, dude. That actually was. <laughs> oh, I mean, I can go pretty high, but. Uh, uh, well, Male Tears is actually saying that we look like snacks tonight. Um, snacks. Yeah, it's like, ooh, baby, baby, you're looking like a snack tonight. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, uh, he also likes your Sonic wall there, uh, Atomic. Oh, thank you. It's just a bunch of posters. By the way, we're talking about Sonic next week. Oh, good. Okay, good. Good. Wonderful. Yeah, so we're going to go all full born to Sonic, and we're actually bringing on a uh, Sonic fan, Green Chill Zone. Um, oh, that big, guy. Yeah, big, big oh. longtime Sonic fan. He's going to be a co-host for Legends next season, but um, I wanted to get him on because like, he's like, it's like, I got I, 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 to I gotta be, I gotta, I gotta do it. I got to be on the show. It's Sonic. It's Sonic. I got to go. I got to go fast. It's Sonic. Sonic. I got a bunch of Sonic. Yeah, Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. Um, so I'm going to bring him on for that. So because of that, uh, but we won't do that till next week. Uh, but guys, um, Sunday, we're actually going to be doing another legends episode on Sunday and that's Jojo. We're talking finally about Jojo's bizarre adventure. So, uh, I'm going to be having a blast with that one. Cause that's one of my favorite shows ever. So, um, around five o'clock, I couldn't tell. <laughs> well, I don't have any Jojo hats, so I'm not, I'm not obsessed. Like, Lucas is, but um, uh, I'm gonna actually do that Sunday at about five o'clock Eastern time, uh, to talk about it because um, WrestleMania is like right around the corner, so I'm trying to make sure that I have time to watch WrestleMania. It's wrestling, yeah, it's wrestling. <laughs> um, JoJo's uh, adventure, <laughs> JoJo's rat. No, so Death Grip is saying Joe Bob Dini pants. Um, you know, someone who's left to draw me as SpongeBob, then looking forward to that. Um, square, just your face on a square. Yeah, I, but how about his shape? I've heard of barrel chested, but never box chested. <laughs> oh, man, guys, thank you so much for watching tonight. This has been, uh, I, I appreciate everybody that came in tonight and wanted to uh, talk about all their favorite SpongeBob moments, even if it was just for like an hour and a half. But, you know, this has been really fun. And uh, we'll probably do the same thing with JoJo on Sunday. And then we'll do again with Sonic. With Sonic, I think we'll talk more about the games. Yeah, there, I think, yeah there's more to talk about with Sonic, honestly. Because I think every, we all have at least played the majority of the games. Oh, the yeah. Like, with SpongeBob, there was like a cutoff point for pretty much all of us here. But Sonic is like, Sonic, we're going to go for hours. Yeah, Sonic, I've only played up until Generations. I never played Lost World or Forces. Okay, I played I can, Sonic I, Mania. I've played, I can freaking. 
Yeah, and I'm Don't sure play it. I, I'm sure Green Shell is going to have a lot to say too. And I think there's might there might be a little like debate going back and forth. So I'm going to have to be like the moderator. So I'll have okay, to like fine. I'll have to separate some people here. Sonic 06 <laughs> was a great game. <laughs> oh, uh, Ghosty is saying time to doodle. Joe is doodle Bob. And that's a good way to end. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. And I am going to um head on to Discord now to talk to people. So um Discord. Yeah. So guys, thank you so much. Oh, I'll be back Sunday with JoJo with the original cast and crew. So uh until we see these guys, Atomic and Justin again. Um, by the time we, next week rolls around, Justin will finally get those uh, cooking uh, pizzas and uh, uh, burgers ready. So we'll actually get to see a picture or something. I don't know. But until um, then, until uh, the Sonic episode for these guys. Um, bye, everybody. And uh, well, we'll, reveal the, yeah, we'll, we'll reveal the secret formula eventually. Goodbye and happy I, holidays. Yeah. <laughs> get lost. No, seriously, get lost.